Welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter, and I went from building a chimney cleaning business with my husband to ranking in the top 1% as a leader in network marketing to finally finding my true calling as a business coach. I'm passionate about helping others navigate the sea of business and life as they discover the true freedom of being an uncharted entrepreneur. If you're ready to leave the daily grind behind and enjoy life on your terms, let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. And we are in the beginning of our big project to have all 34 of the Clifton Strengths themes or talents represented by real life people. And today, I actually have my husband on the show, and we're going to talk about his adaptability strength or his adaptability talent and how it shows up in his life. So welcome to the show, Tom. Well, thank you for having me, and uh, hello, everyone. It's the first time uh, doing this, and I get to walk by Sherry's office and hear her doing this podcast every day. And this is my first opportunity to sit in, so I'm very excited to be here. So... Tell everybody a little bit about your background with strengths. How knowledgeable are you about it? Well, <laughs> I'm, it is kind of funny because uh, I'm a little knowledgeable about the Clifton Strengths, uh, mostly because Sherry talks about it often and she speaks about it with me often. And Sherry has asked me to take the Clifton Strengths uh, uh, system and, and uh, assessment, assessment a number of times, and I've balked at every single one of them up until now. Uh, I can tell you that I do not like to do these assessment things. Sherry's been doing them for years and trying to get me to do different types for years. And uh, finally, she got me to do one. So here we are. And uh, I found it really very interesting in the end. I I have to say I was not looking, thinking that that was going to be the way it was, but it is. So here we are. Great. Well, I'm glad you finally caved in. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and took the assessment. And it's been quite eye-opening. It's been really fun to see. And that's something I would definitely encourage you to do is have, if you have a significant other and maybe you've done the strengths assessment, is have them do it because it helps you really understand each other and why you do the things you do and how to support each other in different aspects. And definitely when it comes to the adaptability that Tom has, I totally see how it plays into our lives and I have a deeper understanding for some of the things he does or doesn't do. So let's talk about the adaptability. So according to Clifton Strengths, the definition of adaptability is people with strong adaptability talents live in the moment. They don't see the future as a fixed destination. Instead, they see it as a place that they can create out of their choices, out of the choices they make right now. They discover their future one choice at a time. This doesn't mean that they don't have plans, but their adaptability talents enable them to respond willingly to the demands of the moment, even if the circumstances pull them away from their plans. They don't resent sudden requests or unforeseen detours. They expect them. On some level, they may look forward to them. 
They are at heart very flexible and they can stay productive when circumstances pull them in many different directions at once. So when you hear that, Tom, what resonates with you? Where do you see that adaptability showing up in your life? Well, I, I work in an environment, I'm sure Sherry may have mentioned before that I, I'm a firefighter and, and uh, a battalion chief is the rank I hold in the fire department where I work. And if there's any world where you have to be adaptable to changing things, changing conditions, uh, change in general and, and in very, very short notice, it's in the fire service. So you have to be adaptable to change course very, very quickly in any given situation. And, and I think in the, that's, that's the beginning stage of adaptability for me is, yeah, that, that makes sense. And uh, adaptability is one of my major themes. And, and, and uh, as I think about it, it's, it's really quite interesting. So what were some of the things that when you read your report that kind of stood out at you and that made you pause and think, that's why I'm good at what I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny, the funniest thing is um, one of the first things it says is, you know, why is your adaptability unique to you or why your adaptability is unique? And um, the first line is, is just me. It says, by nature, I live in a state of hope-filled expectancy. I'm a hope guy. I always look for things to get better tomorrow. If I'm having a bad day or a bad night, you know, I just, you know, uh, I'm just, I'm just that type of person. I don't let things keep me down. I'm always looking forward to the next day and, and hoping that things will get a little bit better. And, uh, you know, it, and it, it's funny. It also says that I'm not, I feel that life is a lot more interesting when I'm not forced to follow a set routine. And I found that kind of funny because to a certain extent, I do like routine, but what I felt like it was saying was, yeah, you, you're okay with routines, but you're good when you can't make your routine and you've got to change course. So again, I thought, I thought about that a little, I said, yeah, that, yeah, that's pretty unique to me. I I really, I really do feel that way. Um, But one of the most important things that I found under adaptability that I really like is it says instinctively, I surround myself with nice things. And then it talks about the arch or nature itself enhances my sense of well-being and nothing could be closer to the truth. I think that was one of the first really eye-opening things to me when the, then the report came back and adaptability was at the top in that, as sure I'm sure, Sherry, everyone on the podcast knows, we have a sailboat. I love to sail. And the feeling I get when I'm sailing my boat is incredible. And uh, it definitely enhances my sense of well-being um, and it... It, it helps me to pay attention to my environment and it helps me to choose to live each moment to its fullest because sailing can be really mild or sailing can be a huge challenge that'll scare the crap out of you if you let it. Hmm. And I love, and what Tom is referring to is, and this is what I find so powerful about the Clifton Strengths Assessment is they don't just look at that one trait that like, oh, you're adaptive, you know, you have adaptability and this is what adaptability means. And it's this cookie cutter definition. They actually take into account your other strengths and where they come in to play. And it's really is customized. It is your DNA. It's your thumbprint. (laughs) So all of that takes into account that consistency, which will be on another show (laughs) that Tom has, which is the routine. plays in with the other pieces as well. So it is pretty cool. Um, 
So one of the other things that Clifton Strength says about adaptability is that the genius of people with adaptability talent lies in the way they respond to chaos. They can quickly change and respond to circumstances that would frighten or intimidate others. People with high adaptability find ways to keep moving forward when the unexpected happens. Their natural ability to be in the moment can help others see the way forward. So obviously that (laughs) is your work. And let's talk a little bit about that. How does adaptability make you be excellent at what you do in your career, in your job as a professional firefighter in a time of chaos? Can you give a scenario that you now realize like, oh, that's why I handled that because that was my adaptability shining through? Well, it's actually quite simple, really. In in the fire service, no no one fire is the same. You heard, hear the term in the fire service, well, it was just a routine fire. There's really no such thing. Changes happening in fire happen in fires very frequently, very fast, and can be pretty scary if you don't know what to do. So the challenges of one fire are very much unlike the next fire, and the challenges of the first ten minutes of a fire can be very much unlike the next half an hour. And everything changes rapidly, and you very, very much have to be able to adapt to the change, come up with a new plan, and move forward. And you have to do that very quickly and with authority. And that brings me to a part of, of which is right about right up what Sherry's talking about is it says right about me, my own personal adaptability is chances are good that you have to be unflappable. Now I am not unflappable. I can get excited and a little nervous too. I'm still a human being, but I'm not easily excited. I try very hard to stay calm. My team, my guys, my troops, they depend on me to be the rock at a fire because so goes the leader, so goes the pack. If I panic, if I get upset, if I sound stressed out, that washes right down to every other guy in a fire ground and you cannot have that and be successful as a firefighter. So as an adaptable person, I love that it says that normally I'm more of an unflappable person and that that does very, very well play into how I, I how I go about doing my job. So in those times of chaos, what what tips or tools do you have that because of your adaptability, it comes easy for you? How do you do that? Like, what are some things that you've done that have kept you calm in a time of chaos? Or do you have a story to tell? I'm sure everybody would love, like, tell the fire stories. (laughs) I've got a thousand fire (laughs) stories, but I'll tell this one. And uh, it'll probably come back to haunt me if anybody I work with, um, anybody I work with hears it. But this is the God's honest truth. When I was a very young firefighter, I would out loud talk to myself en route to emergencies and say, stay calm calm down. You cannot panic. People are counting on you. Think about what you have to do when you get there. We have SOPs. Follow your SOPs. Settle down. And I tell my young firefighters that if you have to speak to yourself out loud to say, hey, calm down, you can't panic, then that's what you do. And and as my career is going on, I have very much been the duck on a pond. When you were looking at me and speaking to me, I look as calm as a cucumber, but my little web feet are paddling a million miles an hour below the surface and uh, just making sure that we get things done. So that that is really where where that comes from. And and uh, 
I work very hard at uh, taking a deep breath before I make a radio transmission as a firefighter so that the radio transmission comes across as, wow, you think this guy's on his way to Sunday mass this morning instead of at a two alarm fire. And, and that's what I want it to sound like. And, and I have gotten compliments on that. And I have had times when I haven't remained as calm as I should. And I try to critique that and learn from it and not let that happen again. Hmm. So, some of the blind spots, because every talent has its blind spots. It's the things we have to be aware of that when either we're in an unhealthy place in our lives and it shows up in a different way, or just it's just the opposite of when we're shining in our strengths that it shows up in this other area, no matter what's going on in our lives. So some of the blind spots of adaptability is they might be indecisive. And sometimes they may appear to not have a plan. How might indecision affect you or affect your team? Well, indecision is 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 definitely the the mortal enemy of a firefighter. You have to be decisive. You have to decide what you're going to going to do. There's nothing wrong with changing your plan uh, when it becomes necessary, but you have to make decisions. People have to count on your decisions and you have to follow through with your decisions up until the point where you have to change course. What I love most, I think about uh, Clifton Strengths and especially in, in adaptability is my blind spots in adaptability are actually tailored to me, not general rules. And mine are pretty interesting where it says, I am so willing to live in the moment that I might constantly shift my priorities. I think that that works as a battalion chief in the fire service because you have to change your priorities based on the situation you're in on occasion. Um, And one of the other things I have to be aware of is that frequent changes can feel endless and often unnecessary to those who thrive on structure and stability. So I have to remember to not make changes where changes are not necessary to stay on course and not just let my imagination say, hey, well, let's try it this way or let's try it that way, unless it becomes necessary to change course. The second one for blind spots that I need to watch out for are I may have a tendency to miss deadlines and run late for appointments. <laughs> it's and called miter time. Yeah, we, I, I definitely... <laughs> I definitely do that. I have a, an online course that takes about a half an hour that a friend of mine has been asking me to take uh, for weeks now to help help uh, in his business, something I'm helping him with. And I have put that off and put that off and put that off. And I couldn't tell you how many times I've walked in 10 minutes late to pretty much any appointment, whether it's getting my hair cut or Sunday mass or name something late for dinner, you know, the normal things that folks do. And, um, and then it does ask that one of my blind spots is, is uh, and how to remedy that is to make sure that I keep track of the most important due dates and meetings. And Sherry has shown me over the years how to make sure I look at my schedule and my calendar so that I know what I'm responsible to do and what time I'm responsible to do it so that I don't end up late or, God forbid, forget completely about what I was supposed to do, which I have done on occasion. So, yeah, it's uh, it's very, very interesting. Yeah. And I think when we were reading this, the here and now part of adaptability is why, and I had said this to you when we were re- first reading through your strengths, that I think a lot of times you get so focused on the here and now that you, you lose the concept of real time. Hmm. 
And you don't have always a concept of like how much time is that really going to take? Are you talking about the time I put the above ground pool in? (laughs) No, (laughs) I was not leading to that, but uh, (laughs) uh, that could be it. I didn't think that was, that's another uh, talent that shows up for that one, (laughs) that once you get started, you can't stop. Um, He was putting the grand ground pool in at, midnight because he just wouldn't stop doing it. And it didn't really work out to his favor. (laughs) I should have taken the night off. Yes. (laughs) Um, Anything else that you felt compelled to share about the adaptability talent? I like it. I, I don't know. I don't know really how else to describe it. I like that I'm adaptable. I like that doing the Clifton Strengths has has pointed out that I am adaptable, and I've always considered myself somewhat adaptable. But I do like I do like the fact that you know I can go with the flow of whatever is going on, whether it's hanging out with friends at the marina or or going going to a, a job at work, and uh, I I can adapt and I I enjoy the challenge of adapting and saying, okay, let's change course. Let's do something different. Let's, let's get this done. And, you know, doing that at work and then in our personal lives, being able to just shrug my shoulders and say, yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll go for that boat ride. We'll end up at a bar. Sure. Okay. You know, (laughs) and living with me, you have to be adaptable. Oh yeah. If you're living with Sherry, you got to be very adaptable, (laughs) you know, yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole podcast all by itself. (laughs) Plans are constantly changing. Um, so some of the, which was again, interesting that I love to share like what themes match up well with other themes or what themes should you have in your life or other people that have those themes have in your life so that you kind of have a more rounded, I guess, more rounded personality, uh, more rounded life. And it says to look for, uh, look to others for help with planning people with sh- People who are strong in themes such as focus, strategic, or belief can help you shape your longer-term goals, leaving you to excel at dealing with the day-to-day variations. And that's one of the things, because I'm high in strategic. I think we both have belief high, so that works. Um, With the focus, can you think of somebody in your life that has good focus that kind of helps keep you grounded and on task and moving ahead? Um, you know, mostly again with me, everything ends up relating to the fire service because that's really pretty much defined my entire adult life. But, uh, there's been some instructors. I've, I've had some really good teachers who have always been able to stay focused, uh, and, and move forward in, in, uh, terms of teaching fire service related things or, uh, coming up with, uh, better, uh, operations and, and different things we can do as, as the, the fire service, like everything else, progresses, and uh, I always think uh, think back to uh, my two original battalion chiefs, uh, uh, a gentleman who's well, they both passed away, and uh, and they they were very very focused in what they did, and I, I guess I'll just leave it at that. All right, and I'll just leave you with a couple little nuggets to think about as you really hone this. I mean, you've already done a great job turning this talent without even knowing that you had it into a strength and working with it. But just a couple other things that you can continue to work on to build that muscle, to build that strength is support others and realizing how, how many experiences they could miss if they don't seize the moment. That's a gift you have that you can Mm -hmm. bring to others. 
And also what you've already done this, avoiding roles that demand structure and predictability, that those types of roles will quickly frustrate somebody with adaptability and make you feel inadequate and stifle your independence. So if a listener out there has adaptability, that's just something to be aware of. And having a job like the fire service is perfect. (laughs) That does bring up a point. Uh, I took myself out of the running for a promotion because it would have been an office job. And I definitely think it would have, it would have stifled my, uh, my independence. Absolutely. I, I, I don't know that I would have gotten the promotion anyway, but I made it easy for, uh, for my boss who's a, just a fantastic guy to say, all right, yeah, we're going to go in a different direction because you just don't want it. So, mm. yeah, and I, I did do that. So yes. Yeah, that's perfect. So anything else that you want to add for adaptability? No, I think I think that about covers it. I think in general, I would just say anyone out there who's listening who hasn't done the Clifton Strengths, just go ahead and spend the forty bucks and do it. It it was it was interesting. I didn't want to do it. I I wouldn't say I fought, but I balked and put it off and put it off. And once I did it, it was pretty eye opening. So I would highly recommend forty bucks. And I think uh, no matter what career field you're in, it'll be helpful to you. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to the show. And that is our adaptability strength today or adaptability talent. And stay tuned. We're going to be covering hopefully all 34 talents over the next 34 days. All right, that concludes this episode, and I hope you are enjoying this series and hearing how the Clifton Strengths themes and talents show up in real life humans and how they turn those themes and talents into their strengths or how they use them in their daily lives or how they're going to start using them in their daily life. And I also hope it inspires you to head over to Gallup and take your assessment today. As you know, I strongly encourage you to go for the full 34. And again, I don't make any money from this. Like I am not affiliated with Gallup, nor are they affiliated with me. I just highly believe in it and totally geek out on Strength Finders. But take the full assessment and after you're done, post your top five and tag me in it. Or if you don't want to do that, just shoot me a DM or send me an email and let me know what your top five are. And if you're surprised by it, I'd love to hear from you. And thanks as always for being a listener to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast.